Here we are. Yes. Tammy and I, friends 28 Joel. years, <laughs> doing our first live. Oh. <laughs> right? This is a first. Teaching together. Teaching together live. Wow. Okay. So we're going to bring you all into the conversation of yep. our... This is the way we talk. This is the way we process. Yep. This came out this week after two hours of prayer. Together. Yes. <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. In prayer, the Lord reveals things. Right, Tammy? Mm -hmm. When we read the word, he transforms us. Yeah. When we listen to worship, we become changed in his presence. Ivan, I thank you for being with us. I know I put you on the spot, but... I like hearing the sound of worship. I'm just so, so blessed today to be back in the house of the Lord together to share this word. So today's topic is about worshiping in spirit and in truth. And as teachers and spiritual moms here, Tammy and I really feel that we want to share our heart in regards to what it means to worship in spirit and in truth. You know, in spirit, it's the posture of our heart being led wow. by the Holy Spirit. And we just celebrated Pentecost two weeks ago. Yeah. And believing for a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we think that the outpourings of the Holy Spirit are just joyful moments but also the outpouring of the Holy Spirit could be very holy moments, times of deep consecration. And I really believe that's the season that the Lord has us in in this hour is to be consecrated, to be holy unto the Lord, to, to know his word, to allow his word to transform our lives. So Tammy and I are just going to tag team and, and share our hearts. So yeah, welcome. Here we go. Yeah. So into your living rooms or wherever you're listening, we just pray that the spirit of the Lord will captivate you, that he'll lead you and guide you and he'll speak his word of truth that what you hear is exactly what you need to hear for the hour. Yes. Amen. Yes. Um, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, in the Amplified Version, it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people learn. Help the people to learn of me. Believe in me and obey my words baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstances, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. And I believe that the word of God is that very thing. Like God yeah. said, Jesus says he is the manifestation of the word of God. And when I read the word of God, I feel him so present. And we want to share that joy of knowing that. You know, we want to share that peace of knowing that when we read his word, his presence comes. Yes. So... That's, that's uh, one scripture that's really on my heart. So, Jill, whenever you want me to 
come mm-hmm. in. You just tell me. Okay. You know, we're tag teaming here. <laughs> we're so, sisters. T- Tammy, why don't you you share about like the heart, like the you were saying. Yep, the word of God about it being okay. The plumb line. line. Yeah. So during this time um, of COVID and staying home, I know a lot of people got more into the word. And that's an amazing thing. Um, At first, there was a lot of, um, you know, decision making like, okay, well, I'm going to use this time wisely. I'm going to read these books. I'm going to do all these things that I haven't had a chance to. And in the last few weeks, um, well, I know even for myself, even before everything um, started blowing up with Ahmed Arbery and the unfortunate, um, very sad death of George Floyd, uh, I started even going a little stir-crazy in my home. And then with all these events that happened, it really, it affected me. And I know it was a struggle to stay in the word because we wanted to hear what's going on and what's this one saying and what's that one saying. And... Um, at some point the Lord just arrested me even even just for myself first but then for everyone else hey guys we've got to go to the word and we've got to stay in the word and and we can't let anything else you know detour us away from the word of the Lord you know we we need his word to be our plumb line and um and and not saying that the things that didn't happen and we had to be feet on the ground and action absolutely uh, but there are things that we have to do as our as my husband would say like it's our daily thing right these are our daily things that we do our daily devotions to the lord our our times of um you know setting aside time for prayer for reading the word for um for fasting and and you know we were all part of a fast up till Easter and then some of us continued even up till Pentecost and we don't want to just you know throw all that aside we we really need the word of God to be our plumb line so if you could um, turn with me to Amos 7 7 um, through 8 and I have um I have my old you know, there's an old rugged cross. I have my old rugged Bible that I usually leave here at the church. It's It's got all my notes in it that I've written all over, and um, it's just a favorite of mine. It can't really travel too far because <laughs> it's falling apart. Okay, and this is um, from Amos 7-7. Okay, it says, Thus he showed me, behold, the Lord stood on a wall made with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand, and the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. And so, well, what is a plumb line, right? So Juliana went and bought me one. <laughs> she couldn't find Sal's. So I'm, I'm, I'm here, there's a plumb line. I don't know if you can see it, but it's basically a string with a weight at the end of it. And it's used to determine an upright surface to make sure that it stays, um, you know, vertical and it stays, um, it's, it, it stays straight. So basically, when you are building even the foundation of your own work with the Lord, of your own house, of your own self, you have to have your root system in the Lord, but you have to make sure it's plumb. It's straight. It's not like angled one way or another. And um, yeah, so it helps to reference the line to ensure the structure is centered. So in other words, we need to be centered with the Lord. And that's why 
the Lord had Amos with the plumb line to make sure that his belief system, the children of Israel, where were they? Were they plumb line? Were they walking out in righteousness? What were they doing? And um, it has to do with right relationships, right uh, relationships with God and your neighbor. <laughs> so that's what he was he was challenging, you know, um, he was challenging them. So are you are in construction and, you know, Sal's, that's his business, right? So it's to ensure that the work being done is straight. Like we don't want a, a leaning building. Okay. And it's very interesting that just um, two blocks away from us, there is a 670 story building right on Maiden Lane that is not plumb. And it's not finished and they're not even sure what they're going to continue and do with it because the foundation when the foundation was being laid it wasn't laid with uh, the um, typical way that they do it they put piles on the ground they, they thought of a new way to do it that was less expensive and so forth and so it started veering and you know we're going to put the pictures up too so that you could see this building unfinished but it's very interesting to me is that the first 11 stories were still straight hmm. after the 11th story it started to veer and by the time it got to the top it's three inches off so how do you put like an elevator system in how do you do all this thing and for the we, we need to be sure that we are getting our value system, everything we're believing, it's being tried and tested by the Word of God. You know, when I was first um, born again, I was really the Bible teacher that really spoke to my heart, and I was a daily listener. It was Marilyn Hickey, and she would say, you have to read the Bible every day, all the time. And she said, but after a while, the Bible reads you. <laughs> so it's like a mirror to our soul and when you're looking at it, it's like uh oh is this lining up or is it not lining up so basically that plumb line is it lining up is it aligned you know and and we don't want to you know believe the world systems oh but they're a nice person or but this oh but that it's got to be to the word of the lord um more than listening to what this celebrity personality is saying or what this social media post is it lining up to scripture yes. and we don't want to lose our focus to take everything to scripture and and spend that time in hearing so um that was basically what i wanted to say about the the plumb line and it's you know, you can affect a lot of people in your life, and you don't know the call on your life and what, what you're going to do. But if you're like of a shorter stature, not to affect many people, you could have wrong belief systems like that 11-foot thing, and it's not going to affect many. But if you are given a platform, like this building down the road that's 670 feet high, if something goes wrong, it could create you know devastation around it but so much so if you're given a platform we need to be sure that our platform our foundation first yeah. of all is centered in christ and in his word yeah tammy i feel the weight of that word well. and like you said too like you can go as high let's say to 11 feet mm. but if god is calling you to go higher 
and your foundation is not right, you can affect everyone that's dwelling around you, that's, that is influenced by you. So I, I just want to share a little history too. Like Tammy said, like she loved listening to Marilyn Hickey when, when she first got saved. Well, my Bible teacher was Joyce Myers. And I loved listening to her and, and she would share about how sharp her mouth was and I could so relate to that because I had a very sharp mouth before knowing Jesus and um, my language was very rough and I would cut people up and that was one of the things that the Lord did to me miraculously was when I received him as Lord and Savior I felt that he actually put coals on my lips to temper my tongue because curse words would be very much a part of my daily language. And it was something that his word was piercing my heart and I actually saw a sovereignty of him moving in my life to stop me from cursing. Now, wow. I will have a slip up here and there, I confess but I'm very mindful of not speaking in that manner. So something that's really burning on my heart in this season is how the tongue is a fire. And I, I really want to read from the book of James because I feel it's instructions. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about the word of God. It teaches us how to live life with the Holy Spirit helping us, giving us comfort, giving us counsel that we cannot do this in our own strength, but it's the Holy Spirit that regenerates us into the image of Christ. And this takes time. So I, I'm going to go to the word. So I'm going to read from James 3. And it says, um, not many of you should become teachers serving in an official teaching capacity. My brothers and sisters, for you know that we who are teachers will be judged by a higher standard because we have assumed greater accountability and more condemnation if we teach incorrectly. Wow. For we all stumble and sin in many ways. Those words are very serious to my heart. And, and I know to Tammy's heart and to the full leadership of this church, we do not want to teach incorrectly. We want the word of God to pierce our hearts. We want the image of Christ to be revealed in us. We want the word of God to search us. We want the word of God to correct us. We invite correction. And I feel what's happening in the world today, we're, we're seeing things that are unjust, things that should not be. And I want to continue to read James 3 because there's a lot in there that, that makes a lot of sense uh, to what's going on in the world. But I believe that our speech is so important, um, knowing how to 
know when to speak, when not to speak, to learn to be a listener more than someone just shooting off their mouth with whatever's on their mind. I think we're in a season of learning how to listen. And I find it interesting right now during COVID-19 that we have to wear masks in, in public places. And I'm wondering if that's like symbolic about you know, be mindful of your mouth. You know, be mindful of what you're saying. To be a better listener. That's funny because even last week we used the scriptures from James about be slow to speak and um, quick to hear. You know, just so we, we, yeah, this developing that listening ear. So that's one way with the mask mm -hmm. over us we could, you know, be attentive more to say, God, teach me to be a better listener yep yeah, and even good. like on our zoom calls right that we've learned how when we have our zoom meetings that you you know you learn to put your <laughs> box on mute and then to unmute but it's really forcing everyone to focus on the person that's speaking and i love that coming from an italian family we like to talk over each other and half the time we don't even are paying attention to what anyone is saying so um, learning self-control oh, is key. But you know what key. happens? We just focus on what we want to say and retort back mm. instead of really listening. Yeah. That's so that's that's something that Jesus is definitely, definitely or just loves to do, even with each one of us every day. Like he really listens to us and all our stuff. So we need to be mindful and keep doing that with one another. So I want to um, continue and just share, um, you know, we're, because the scripture says that we're held to a greater accountability, we're the salt and the light. That's what the word of God says. And so we need to be attuned of what's going on around us, wherever God is placing us to reveal salt and light. Salt preserves, light enlightens. And, and how do we do that? Well, we do it in conversation or we do it in actions. And so we, we want our whole being to emanate Jesus. You know, that, that is, and unfortunately, when we don't know Christ, we just want to emanate ourselves and the way our belief systems are. But Jesus says, it's no longer you that live, but it's Christ in you that Good. lives. So I have to put myself down. I have to be mindful of every day that it's, it's not about my will. It's about his will yeah. living through our lives. So um, another, another part when we continue to read James 3, it says, In the same sense, the tongue is a small part of the body and yet it boasts of great things. See, by comparison, how great the forest is set on fire by a small spark. And the tongue is in a sense a fire. Wow. The very world of injustice and unrighteousness, mm -hmm. the tongue is set among our members mm -hmm. as that which contaminates the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life. Mm -hmm the cycle of man's existence, and is itself set on fire by hell. Those are strong words. Yeah. And it's just showing that how much our tongue 
the words we speak, the words we listen to, how it can affect us deeply. And I, I just feel that we're in a very sobering time. Hate speech, um, actions that emanate hatred, that is not of God. And we need to be so careful on what we're listening to, what we're saying, how we're acting in this hour. We need to, to put on humility and, and, and walk humbly in this city and, and just allow the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to speak to our hearts, to search our motives, and, and to go deep within us. And the only way we can do that is through the word of God. Like Tammy yeah. says, like allowing the word to examine us. Yeah, that's good. And um, Jill was talking about being salt of the earth. Well, the only way to really be salt and to have that influence is we have to embody the word of God inside of us. Because when you get poked, I had a conversation this week with uh, someone and they were just asking my advice. Well, what would you have done in this situation? And I said to them, honestly, I said, what I've been taught is that when you get poked, because we're all going to get poked, <laughs> we're all going to get poked and rubbed the wrong way in this life. What comes out of you? If it, what comes out of you is Jesus, then we've arrived but it doesn't always happen that way and and even jesus we have to know that there's a righteous anger for sure and you know jesus overturned the money tables and stuff but he he didn't live in that place of anger so if somebody you know tell you well you're doing the wrong thing and you know if you shout back in the same spirit and not in an opposite spirit you're you're just provoking and you're in that same um you're, you're falling into that same thing instead of coming in the opposite spirit and the spirit of love that really confronts and makes you feel like, oh my God, you know, I need, I need to really grow in this. So I, I think, again, it's that whole word of God thing. If we can just stay rooted in the word, even, even during social unrest, during things, in, and I want to tell you, it's in the word. I'm not, I'm really, okay. every answer you have for your life, it's in the word of God. I, I think of Daniel. Daniel was a young slave boy brought over from Israel into Babylon. And how could it be that he served four kings? He outlived four different kings, whether it was Persian kings, Babylonian kings. I mean, he, Mede from the Medes, he, he outlived them all. And not just outlived them, he was in their cabinet. Now, you know, here in the United States, when the president comes and goes, their cabinet gets switched. You know, who's on their, like, political agenda and will focus on them. But Daniel heard from heaven, and he w stayed with this governmental anointing on his life. But not only that, there was so much social unrest during one of the... I'd love to read this for you. You know, Daniel 9, if you could, um, if you would turn there, Daniel 9, verse 2... It says, in the first year of his reign, and this is Darius's reign, okay, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures 
according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. Now what's so interesting is he himself was searching the Bible. He was searching the Bible to find out what is it saying about our captivity? Where are my answers? And he goes in and he finds the answer by reading the book of Jeremiah. And he's like, it's here. It's all here. I'm telling you guys, everything you need, it says the response of the tongue is from the Lord. There's a time to be angry and there's a time not to be angry. That's also in Ecclesiastes. We need to be aligned with the word of the Lord and he's going to speak to us. And when we're aligned with the word of the Lord, it's so much easier than we, we have the phrase that we love to say, you know, it's scriptural, of course, too, is that we, I want to do everything I see my father doing because that's what Jesus did. But how much easier is it when we eating the word and and it's talking back to us then so much easier? Yeah. And then, too, like Jesus, when he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I feel that's relevant today. Sometimes we're doing things that we, we are not knowing what we're doing because we don't have the word of God as our plumb line wow. in living daily life. So we just pull off restraint and we, we just have no regard to anyone or anything around us and we just choose to do what we want to do and eventually there's a great unrest that comes to your own personal life as well as those that are around you so you know i i hear like when when tammy is sharing and and she's saying about daniel and like how he served these kings and he was seeking God's heart regarding the kings whether he agreed with them or not he was seeking God's heart for them he was serving them and and some of us you know we, we wind up in those situations whether we're serving our bosses whether we're serving family members whether we're serving and praying for our government and we may not agree with them but the posture of our heart is so important in order to have prayers that would be effective. They have to come from the heart of mercy and not judgment because our our plumb line is from the cross. It, it's knowing that Jesus died for all of humanity and that, that he wants them to come to know this revelation of his eternal love for them. He want, he's, he's wooing humanity into his arms of love and he's going to use the body of Christ. And there have been times that maybe the body did not represent him well even as a believer there have been times maybe I didn't represent Christ well like I I failed I fell short and I have to allow Holy Spirit to search my heart I have to allow a spirit of repentance to come into my life so that Holy Spirit can fill me up again and I could be transformed more and more into the image of Christ so that's that's a very key point is that 
looking in and just saying, God, what what's inside of me? You know, where, where have I failed and what have I done? And again, the word of God can just take us there and bring us to a place not of condemnation, but of repentance. And it, it's funny because I told you about Daniel, but a contemporary of Daniel's was Zechariah. Now, Zechariah was not in Babylon where Daniel was. He was over when what was left of Israel. And it says in Zechariah chapter 7, verse 8 and 10, you know, he it talks about, yeah, before that it talks about they were, they were serving, there was the same kingdom that was on, uh, Darius was in charge, right? So it starts out by saying, and the word of the Lord came again to Zechariah. This is what the Lord Almighty said, administer true justice. Okay, so he's asking God, what do we need to do about these 70 years? I'm giving you a backdrop. And he's saying, administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor. Do not plot evil against each other. Okay. And, you know, we all know the poor, we understand the fatherless, we understand the widow. What is the foreigner? The foreigner is an alien. It says alien is also a word for it. It's somebody that does not have citizenship rights in your country. So even that, the word of the Lord is speaking into it. We are to administer mercy and compassion under justice. <laughs> so it's justice is mercy in one hand and compassion in the other. It's for all peoples. And we need to stand for all peoples under any type of oppression or anything. It tells us this and, and to really be the arms of the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. God, we just thank you for that word. We, we thank you that when the word is being delivered, it's sharp. It cuts. But it, it's in a good way. It's provoking us to, to want to be a reflection of Almighty God. It's, it's not a prideful thing. It's a humbling thing to know that God has the way. He's in control. He wants to come and give life and life more abundantly. Unfortunately, the thief, he wants to kill, rob, and destroy. And we can choose very quickly on whose side we're going to be. Um, I'm sorry, I lost words. I, like on whose side we're going to be on. I don't want to respond to the ways of, of the thief of Satan. I don't want I don't want that in my life. Mm -mm. But I know that I can I can quickly go there and I have to repent from that. You know, even Peter, you know, when he was preventing Jesus from doing the will of the Father, Jesus responded to Peter, "Get behind me, Satan." Whoa. You know? <laughs> and and he was just speaking some words to him. But Jesus heard the words of Satan through his speech because it was preventing him from doing the will of the Father. And, and I really feel in this season that the word of God is the plumb line. Again, I'm going to keep saying that yeah. because we're hearing a lot of messages. And when Jesus walked on the earth, there wasn't social media the way there is today. 
And I, I sometimes wonder, like, what kind of Christians we would be without social media. As great as it is, and it's wonderful to be able to share the good news and to see it go forth through all the earth, and I think that is amazing in the times that we're living in, but I also feel in my heart that sometimes we're getting more information from everything that's out there, and we're not seeking God ourselves with the word of God, learning to hear his voice, learning to be led by his Holy Spirit. That is the heart of worship. When we worship him in spirit and in truth, bringing Holy Spirit along, letting him be your comforter, letting him be your counselor. Mm -hmm. He wants to counsel you with the word of God. He wants to be the one to say, you know, Juliana, Tammy, anyone who's listening, this is an area of weakness. Would you allow me to work on you with the word of God? Would you, would you allow the word of God to renew your mind, yeah. to regenerate you? Like this is how beautiful the word of God is. And like in the book of John, it says that Jesus is the manifestation of the word of God. Wow. So, good. so like you just have to sit there for a while and just think about when you do open the word of God, it's Jesus inviting you mm-hmm. in. It's the father inviting you in mm-hmm. to be one. And it's the Holy Spirit in empowering you to have this supernatural life change. So that the old man is gone and all things are becoming new. And so I love, like even in worship today, I felt like Jesus just walked into the room. And Jesus, we want you to walk into the rooms of our lives. We want you to walk into the rooms of our businesses. We want you to walk into the rooms of the city and the nation and the nations. We want you to walk into the room and change hearts. Yes. Change hearts. Our nations are hurting. You know the trauma that we've been in, right? God knows the traumas that people have been facing. But this is a season of allowing his Holy Spirit to come in to heal those wounds. And the way those wounds get healed is with his word. That's really good. That, you know, that's perfect entrance for this one scripture, Nehemiah. I didn't even know if I was going to go there, but I, I did keep it just in case. Is um, You know, the story of Nehemiah, the end of it, they rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem. They were sent back by one of those uh, kings in Babylon telling them, go and rebuild. And here they are in Nehemiah 8.8. 8. It says they read from the book of the law. They finished the work that they had to do in reconstruction. And this is what it says. They read from the book of the law of God, making it clear and giving the meaning so that the people understood what was being read. They taught them what was being, you know, the Bible because they didn't have it in a while. And then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, and the teacher of the law and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Don't mourn or weep 
for all the people had been weeping as they listened to the word of the Lord. Talk about coming under mm. conviction. The word of the Lord came and they were under conviction and then they felt, oh my gosh, I haven't read this and I haven't been doing this. And here were their instructors telling them, no, no, don't mourn, don't weep. Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some of those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Don't grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We always quote that scripture, but do you know where it was placed? Right in the time of going back to the word, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And you know, even in conviction, God has a way of when you go before him and he convicts you of something. It could be painful for the moment, but then joy comes because you get set free. Isn't that good news? I, I think it's good news. I, I want to share, I want to go back to James. I love how Tammy, you know, we really didn't prepare this. We were led by the Lord and like there were things on her heart and well, there were the things on the my heart. Is Juliana, you know, kind of convinced me. <laughs> but I love like Tammy keeps using Old Testament scriptures and I'm reading from the New Testament. And, and that's the whole word of God, old and new, you know? So I, I love how this is happening organically and we didn't even plan on it. But in, in uh, James th um, 3, I just want to continue in verse 8 through 10. It says, but no one can tame the human tongue. It is a restless evil, undisciplined, unstable, full of deadly poison. Ouch. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Jesus, forgive us. Whoa. Out of the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. These things, my brothers, should not be this way. For we have a moral obligation to speak in a manner that reflects our fear of God and profound respect for his precepts. I feel the fear of the Lord on those words. I wow. Really. That's a command. We cannot bless and curse from the same lips. You know, Jesus says, what good is it that you love those who love you? I tell you to love your enemies. That's a higher standard of living. That's, a, that's, a, that's the way, his way of living. And so he wants to provoke us. But the only way we can do this is through regeneration. It's only by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. There was no way that I could ever have this mindset or even the ability to do this unless I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It, it, it just wouldn't have been. It, it would have been foreign to me. So I love that Jesus says in his word that you must be born again. Like that's truth because our natural, na um, our nature is um, 
even though when we're born and we're so beautiful, I have my grandson and I love being with him <laughs> and he's just precious. But I know in time we'll start to see like possibly those terrible twos kicking in and his will kicking in and all of that stuff has to be tempered in love and and training up a child in the way that they should go that when they are old they will not depart and and so even though you have good intentions and you're raising up your children in the home but as parents and as mothers we both know that like we met in the nursery and there are things that Tammy and I, raising our children, we would ask each other, like, how do we do this? And even our own children, I'm sure, would attest that there were <laughs> things that we did that were not good. And, and now that they're parents or will be parents, that they will eventually want to do it differently. But having that line of communication open and allowing ourselves to be corrected is so key like we want the word of God to correct us and we want each other to correct us and having friendships with your brothers and sisters in Christ and allowing correction to happen only strengthens the cords of love and so that's how we get to test it all and um, I think you know, I had more things to say, but I think um, I'm going to end, um, end now because I just want to encourage everyone in this hour. Let the word of God be your plumb line. That's good. Let the word of God search your heart, search your motives, search your thoughts. Allow God to do heart surgery and regenerate your mind. Thank you, Jesus. And if you're listening and you have, say, I, I've never made Jesus my Lord and Savior. I've never asked him into my life. I don't even know about making a foundation with the Word of God. I've, I've lived my own life, and yes, I've had some role models here and there, but and I've taken a little bit from this one and a little bit from that one, but I wanna, I wanna explore this Jesus. I wanna get to know what this is all about. It's in a really exciting time, and we so want to help you in that journey. We're gonna ask you to please um, uh, call in. There's gonna be a call-in number through Zoom, and there's also you can also email in through info at Life Center nyc.com there's a phone number you can text as well so please we want to hear from you we want to pray for you we want to help you in your journey of finding the answer and the solution because that's what jesus is he is the solution and he is the answer so we bless you today and we speak hope over you in jesus name amen amen thank you tammy thank you jewel love you and thank you ivan thank you ivan <laughs>